You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets. And I'm John Patch. Joining us from Tampa Bay Veterinary and Emergency Services in Tampa Bay, Florida is... Dr. Katie Meyer. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets. The show is produced by Miss Amanda Page. Hey there, Johnny boy. Hey, Mandy. The show is also produced by Matt at Business Talk Radio. When you call in, you'll speak with Matt, and he will put you on the air with us at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. We have a special guest joining us this hour. Her name is our friend Tippi Hedren from Shambhala. You know her also as the actress from such films as The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock. But once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets, and we want to talk with you. The show is brought to you in part by Earth-Friendly Natural Pet, the number one stain and odor remover, as well as Nutrix. And if your dog is experiencing doggy dementia, Nutrix is what you can ask your vet about. But once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 866-606-TALK. This is Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. How you doing, Katie? Hanging in there, John. How are you? I'm doing good. It's that special season again. I love Halloween. Did you see my scrubs? Oh, yeah. You're all decked out, aren't I you? I am. Well, you got to go to work afterwards, I right? Do. You're going to your clinic? I am. So you're an emergency vet, so that means you yes. work the emergency hours. All night long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to introduce you. Um, we want to bring onto the program right now a very dear friend, very special woman. She does a lot for the animals out there, of course, and I know she has a lot to say about the incident that happened in Ohio. And uh, she actually is the founder of Shambhala, and you can check it out at shambhala.org is her website. She takes care of some big cats there. We're talking lions, tigers, and um, also some panthers, I believe, as well. So she's got over, I think, 65 cats. We want to welcome her onto the program right now, Tippy Hedren. Hey, Tippy. Oh, hello, John. It's nice to speak with you. I have a, a bit of a sore throat, so this is going to be a little difficult for me, but uh, you're absolutely right about what's going on in Ohio. And, um, um, you know, all of these incidents are not um, if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. No, you're right about that, and apparently and, it uh, has. And, and, and right now is such a perfect time for for us to get behind the bill that I've been working on, you know, the 
um, the federal ban on the breeding of the exotic feline for personal possession or financial gain. Um, uh, because this, it was, what happened here is demonic. It's, it was senseless, and um, you know it, it really has to be stopped. And it can be stopped if we will give, if if our government will get behind it. There's a special interest group that um, is is stopping the bill. Um, it's the big circus, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, apparently um, the man lives in Arlington and uh, owns practically all of Washington, and whatever he wants, he gets. In fact, the bill that I the the, uh, the last bill that I sent to mark up um, the captive wild um, no the excuse me <laughs> my throat is really. Stupid fact. Take your time. We'll bear with you. Um, the uh, federal ban on the breeding. Um, uh, it, it was, you know, how, how the bill is sent to mark up to different uh, departments and divisions that are involved with the issue of the of the bill that's that's um, uh, being uh, um, being uh, in in uh, in planning, and um, they sent this bill to him for markup. And of course, he said, if if the if the uh, circus animals aren't exempt, this bill will not pass. Now, I can take I can take the the point of because several people have said, well, why don't you just you know exempt the circus? Which I cannot do. I can't do it consciously because I I cannot condone the treatment those animals get in in the circus. And besides that, it would make a paper tiger out of the bill because people, all the all the breeders would be saying, "Oh well, I'm breeding for the tiger for the um, for the circus." So I'm I'm just caught in this horrible place where, uh, un- unless we have a, a real force from our uh, from the from people who love animals and care about them to say, stop the breeding of these animals. They're apex predators. One of four of the most dangerous animals on our planet. And uh, our government is literally saying, oh, sure, you can have, you can breed these animals. And and uh, these apex, are, they're literally serial killers because that's their job out in the wild. You can breed these, these animals, Sell them to whoever will uh, buy the bill of goods that they're that they're um, um, going to be a good pet. And besides that, we'll give you a permit from the Department of Agriculture for it. Now, is there anything wrong to you on that? It's oh, a lot wrong, as far as I can see. You know, it's bizarre because of the fact that, like in certain states, um, you know, they can't have exotic pets, but in certain states, they can. And Ohio happens to be one. I had heard actually this week that the governor passed some kind of law. Or well, no, he's 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 put it he's he's put it um, uh, he's he's thinking about it. It's on, it's on a on a conditional um, uh, at, at a condition, conditional point right now. He hasn't signed the bill. You think actually? What what do you think it'll take for him to sign it? Just uh, you know something saying. I don't know because if this kind of thing doesn't do it, I don't know what will. I mean, how many people have to be killed or injured to to um, have this? And the and the and the the horrible treatment of the animals. I mean, how how much has to happen? 
before somebody is going to do something about it. There was a lot of it. He had a, this guy had a lot of different animals on this place in Ohio. Yes, he did. He had wolves and bears, lions. He had baboons. He had mountain lions. He had tigers. He had leopards. Actually, out of the, out, of, out of all those animals, according to uh, the 56 animals, 49 of them were killed. Yes. And two were two were wolves. Uh, eight were bears. One mm -hmm. was captured. Mm -hmm. um, lions. There were 17 killed. There was one baboon killed. Two monkeys were captured. Uh, three mountain lions killed. Um, also, 18 Bengal tigers killed, yes. and three leopards were captured. Yes, yes. and okay. not only that, they were killed by the, the police departments. Now, the police departments are not taught how to kill a, an, an exotic, a, a wild animal. They are not. They don't have the. They don't have the, the tranquilizers for them. They, in fact, the tranquilizing really doesn't work because it doesn't work fast enough. If you have a, a wild animal that is uh, is is uh, definitely on the way to harming someone, you have to have a, a, a weapon that will stop that animal immediately. And you have to, otherwise, it's, it's it's not going to work. Why do a lot of organizations or whatever that have animals of this type seem not to have any type of tranquilizers on hand? Like well, because many of many of the states have those kinds of rulings that they can't have it. And uh, until very recently, California was one of those states. And I am so joyful for what California Fish and Game has finally done, has said that to have uh, any one of these predators um, who are so capable of, of injuring and killing people, um, that they must have a weapon that is capable of, of uh, actually killing the animal. Tippy, don't go away. We've got to take a little break. We come back. We're going to continue on with Tippy Hedren. Uh, you know her, of course, as uh, actress. Uh, you know her, of course, as a woman fighting for the rights of animals. And she also has, she's the founder of Shambhala. If you'd like to check out the uh, organization that she has, and you can help her out by donating to it, of course, because she's taking care of a lot of big cats herself. It's Shambhala.org, S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A.org. So check it out there. You can also go to my website, TalkinPets.com, and find it there as well. But once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. If you have a question for Tippy, give us a call, 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. The Boo Boo Loon Pet Recovery Collar is an innovative inflatable product that comfortably restricts pets from harming most surgical wounds, skin disorders, and obsessive licking or scratching. It's the humane alternative to the hard plastic cone and other devices. The Boo Boo Loon is easy to use and designed to be soft, fully adjustable, and pillow-like, allowing for unrestricted vision and complete freedom of movement. Sizes range from extra small to extra large. So join the Boo Boo Lution. Become a Boo Boo Buddy on Facebook or check out BooBooLoon.com. B-O-O-B-O-O-L-O-O-N.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order. 
and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. <laughs> the giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. <laughs> Good boy. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. who trap wild cats. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Amanda Page. A judge has dis- just dismissed the case against a North St. Paul, Michigan man cited for trapping wild cats, taking them to be spayed and neutered, and releasing them. Back in July, Doug Edge had been cited by animal control officers for failing to get a cat license and letting domestic animals roam loose. Edge said he was just attempting to slow the spread of feral cats in his neighborhood and vowed to fight the citation, which was punishable by a fine of up to 90 days in jail. Police said Edge should have let the department know about the problem, raising a concern that Edge could trap someone else's cat. Late last week, a district court judge granted a motion by Edge's attorney to dismiss the case, saying Edge's actions didn't constitute the harboring of cats because he only kept them for a limited period of time. However, the judge said her decision does not permit the city from proceeding under its nuisance laws. She said Edge's good faith efforts have resulted in increased cats in the area and propped in complaints from neighbors. Edge said he would like to work with the city in controlling the wild cats. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. Hey, uh, we're speaking with Tippy Hedren. She's from Shambhala. She's out in California. You also know her from uh, The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds, and of course, Marnie. Um, she's been very active in the animal community for many, many years. She's a very dear friend and a very lovely woman, and I love spending time with her when I'm out in California. I miss you, Tippy. Well, thank you. I miss you, too. I wish you were here today. We're having a members party today. Are you really? Yeah. Is that for the occasion of Halloween? No, it's a, it's an occasion to thank our members for supporting us, because without them, we couldn't exist. And that's true. You have a lot of help there, but you need help from everybody across the country, you know, you right? You know, John, this bill that, I've, that, I've, um, that I co-authored um, in 2007, um, the Federal Ban on the Breeding of the Exotic Feline for Personal Possession or Financial Gain, mm-hmm. is ready to go. I mean, it is ready. There isn't an awful lot that has to be done before it could go to the president to be signed. So if what? He would just tell, tell everybody like step. Like, what do they need? How do you need to be what, helped? What What I need is for people to write to their congressmen, write to their senators, and and uh, just state how they feel about this issue of these uh, 
would any one of them want a lion or a tiger living in in their neighbors next door? Well, you know, uh, or down the block, anywhere near where the kids are. I mean, these animals, even even outside of the city, anywhere, they, these animals are not pets. I love these animals more than my next breath. I love I I love watching them. I am so fortunate in being able to have rescued so many of them. And um, but the more I know about them, the more frightened I am of them. Because you cannot trust them. There's not one one ounce of trustability with these animals. They they are beautiful. They are they have a great capacity for love. They have a sense of humor. Their inferiority complexes, their dominancy problems. They are they have a sense of humor. I mean, they they are infinitely fascinating. But animals that I have known, that I have known for for years and years and years, have scared me to the point of I am thanking God for the nine-gauge fencing concreted two feet into the ground. I mean, I've, I've been doing this since 1972. I am aware of all of these animals and what they are capable of doing, and it can be stopped, it should be stopped, not only for the, uh, for the fact that they are so harmful and so dangerous, but not one of them are living the lives they should live. You know what amazes me, Tippy? There's, there's a video out there called The Elephant in the Living Room, and in mm-hmm. this video they show people going out there and purchasing, like, it, w- there's one part where it's not big cats or anything, but that's in the movie, of course. But there's, like, 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 predator, like poisonous snakes and everything. They were buying yes. for their kids. Yes. What gives them, is, I mean, uh, in your Tim, opinion, what's Tim, the mentality? Like, a friend of mine, Tim Harrison, did that film, and it's, it's really wonderful. No, people are, are they're not educated as to what the dangers are of these animals. And, um, of course, the breeders will tell them, oh, it's great pet, great pet, wonderful. You'll just love it. They'll love you. Just, you know, cuddle them, take, you know, take really good care of them. That isn't true. That has nothing to do with anything with those animals. Nothing. I've heard that in some parts of the country, and you can confirm this or not, but like people can walk up into some of these peop- uh, some of these breeders or whatever, these sellers of these exotic animals, and say, I want that, that cub right there, and, the, and they can buy it for $300 and walk away. You know what? We have one that came from a place in Ohio. Ohio. Uh, there was a, a man who wanted to do a, a story for his newspaper uh, about how easy it is to uh, purchase a wild, uh, a big cat. And so he took a friend of his with him, and um, uh, they went over, they went into the place, and um, uh, there was a lioness who was nursing her cubs, and um, they said, "I'll take that one." The man, the 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 seller, reached in with a prong, a long prong of some kind, pulled that little lion away from his mother while it was nursing, eight days old, thousand dollars. It was getting close to being winter time. It was cold. That man had no business selling that animal at that. I mean, they don't care as long as they get that money. Then they'll breed the Sumatran tiger to the Bengal tiger to the Siberian tiger, therefore making making these animals mutts, according to the to the uh, zoos, to the AZA, um, and uh, just as long as, just so that they will get that money. 
You know, it's not far from like what you're talking about with exotic animals, but puppy mills being the same thing same on thing. the domestic level. They just keep breeding these female dogs, the bitches, and then yeah. all of a sudden they sell them for all these high prices because they make them look pretty, but they have behavior problems, they have medical problems, Horrible and they're, and they're only problems. doing it for profit. Yes. Well, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's all about money. I mean, and the greed in this country, you know, worldwide, basically has overtaken everybody's hearts and everybody's thoughts, and just people are not thinking straight. Not thinking right at all. Not I, at all. Tippy, don't go in away. In fact, you know that, that what we're trying to do is literally put ourselves out of business. I can't wait until the until the, this bill passes, and uh, you know they, they have a lifespan of twenty years. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit more about that bill, too. Um, So when we come back, don't go away. We'll be right back with Tippi Hedren. Once again, you can check out Tippi and and the cats that she's taking care of on her property there at Shambhala, uh, which is Shambhala.org, and it's S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A.org, or, of course, you can go to TalkinPets.com, click on the links page, and she's right there. But once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. It's very important, everybody across America listening, that you actually listen to what Tippy's saying about this bill. You can make a difference. And that's what it takes in this country is for everyone to band together and make a difference. People should not have exotic animals living in their homes. This is Talking Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. With healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi guys, this is Skyler Samuel. Hi, this is Rochelle Seth from the Twilight franchise. Hey, what's going on? It's Tyler James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris. Hey guys, it's Caroline Sunshine from the new movie Marmaduke. You are listening to the amazing, unstoppable Kristen Powers. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock on Pet Life Radio. Hey everyone, this is Kristen Powers of Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. We'll see you next time. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets Rock! Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Macon, Georgia, the Altamaha spiny mussel is being added to the endangered species list. The mussel is found in the lower stretches of the Okemogwe River and the Altamaha River, but has disappeared 
from the Oconee and the Ohopi Rivers. Dr. Katie? From Ketchikan, Alaska, some grocery shoppers experienced a different sort of a bear market. The Ketchikan Daily News said a small black bear cub walked in the front door of Tatsuda's IGA store and found its way to a produce cooler where it made a mess. A customer captured the bear and it was released back into the woods. John? I heard that story, but at least they released it. Yes. I mean, and didn't. I mean, so many yeah. times you hear that they come in on something like that and they end up killing the animal. It just it amazes me. Out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, dozens of black bears orphaned or injured during this summer's wildfires are getting a second chance. The Wildlife Center in Española and the Game and Fish Biologists released five young bears into the forest after fattening them up for months. Now, Center Director Kathleen Ramsey said she hopes to release another 14 bears in the next few months. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. A woman is accused of stealing a three-legged Yorkshire Terrier and a four-week-old healthy Yorkie. Police charge Jenny Lynn Williams, 37, with two counts of dog larceny. John? Out of Fairbanks, Alaska, Bones, a German shepherd adopted by a photographer, uh, Carol Falsetta, from Fairbanks Animal Shelter about six years ago, is on the cover of the new book about one of the world's leading German shepherds, Rin Tin Tin. The book by Susan Orlean is Rin Tin Tin, The Life and the Legend. Falsetta took the photo of Bones that's on the cover. From Erie, Pennsylvania, the Erie Zoo's year-old giraffe has chosen his own name. Zoo officials received about 6,000 submissions in a naming contest that had one rule, anything but fluffy. After narrowing the suggestions down to four finalists, zookeepers wrote down the names and covered them with alfalfa. Then they let the animal decide which pile to eat. The 10-foot-tall giraffe kicked at one pile, sniffed at another before eating some off the Nigel pile. And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. That's our news for the hour, the bottom of the hour. Of course, we're speaking with Tippy Hedren. But if you want to watch us live on the webcam, you can do so at TalkinPets.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, TalkinPets.com. On the top of the homepage, click Watch Live, and you can watch us live on the webcam. Also, you can join us on our Facebook fan page and Twitter as well. Right now, we're at about... 4,900 followers on Twitter and about 4,600 friends on our Facebook. So keep it up, keep it going, and let's keep building. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. It's that time of the year. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. And pick up the phone, give us a call at 866-606-TALK. If you have a comment or a question or you'd like to speak with Tippy, we welcome them on, of course, 866-606-8255. You'll speak with Matt, and Matt will put you on the air with us. Uh, Tippy's only on for uh, a little bit longer, so if you have a question or a comment or you want to find out more about the bill and stuff or anything that, that we're not asking and you want to ask, feel free. 866-606-8255. As I said, um, our executive producer, Bob Page, said that uh, we're about 4,900 followers on Twitter, about 4,600 on our Facebook, and uh, we also have fan page of about 1,200 and then also 10,000 social net on the media connections. So keep it going, guys. Uh, sign on. We want to have you join us on our new website, of course, TalkingPets.com, and our Facebook and Twitter as well. There's a lot of great stuff on there, like the link to Shambhala.org, where you can help out Tippy Hedron with the cats that she's taking care of, the lions and tigers, and she's got... Tippy, you still have Patrick? Oh, we lost Patrick in May. He was oh. in his 21st year, and uh, he had not been sick a day in his life. I loved Patrick. He came, yeah, he came to us when he was seven, 
and uh, he had the best life and was the most enchanting animal. I have a picture of Patrick that you gave to me when my mom passed away, and I cherish that because you wrote on there to my mother, Verna, uh, to my mom, Verna, and then, um, you know, basically it was the picture of Patrick because Patrick's my middle name. So um, yeah. I, I always cherish that, and it's right here in my home. So thanks for that again. Well, you're welcome. But, you know, we're talking about the bill, and as I just stated, you know, some people just don't understand that they can take a couple minutes and then, you know, write in or call in to what, their congressman? Yeah, the congressmen and senators, and the best part of it is that don't write a long letter. Just say, stop this insanity of the breeding of the exotic feline for personal possession or financial gain. Stop it. Just stop it. And that's all you have to say, because they don't, they, they don't have time to, to read long letters. They aren't interested in long letters. They just want to know how you feel about it. You know what I think is interesting? In the world right now, people are finding out that they do have a voice, and that's quite evident if you watch the news channels. Yeah, but you know what? The only voice that's important is the one you use. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I'm saying you got to step forward and start yeah. using the voice in order to make a difference. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Now, if, is there a way that people can, like, look at your bill or, or get, get into your bill a little bit further to see what it's about or what it says? Um, I have a, a, a piece on our website now. And uh, it's it's a rather it's a long piece. Actually, I started writing a a, a a fundraising letter, and it got longer and longer and longer. And somebody said, "Why don't you you know put some video to it?" And um, I did. We took some some uh, video off of YouTube, mm-hmm. you know. And once it's on YouTube, it's you you can use it for anything. And um, and they and they made us take it down, which is kind of absurd. We don't. I'm trying to figure out what happened there and to put it back up again. Um, but we had, um, you know, all of the, we had the beatings of the circus animals, the uh, the selling of the animals, um, you know, uh, uh, just to anybody, whether they had any knowledge of raising these animals or how to take care of them. I kind of wonder uh, if there was politics involved there that made well, you take it down. Ah, uh, that may be too. Yeah. That's very possible, and that certainly is the case with that that um, very wealthy uh, uh, circus owner. You know, it's it's interesting with this guy, Terry Thompson, though. I mean, he was apparently 62 years old. He had a wife on the property. Uh-huh. And apparently, you know, he had all these animals in cages and all. And I had heard, I don't know why he actually, I, I'm not pervy, I'm not sure on why he actually let them go and then all of a sudden killed himself. But I had heard that some of the big cats were so afraid to go beyond their cages that they were in front of them and the sheriff's office came in and killed them yeah. right in front of their cages. No, you know, well, uh, there, you, you'll find that a tremendous number of stories mm-hmm. like this, and the people are, are uh, mentally off a little bit. But the, the, the point of it is, is that these animals should not be born in captivity. They are dangerous. They are apex predators, and... Um, uh, they have no business being in people's homes or where anybody can can have them out to be to have a photograph with them. You know that young girl, that eighteen uh, year old girl, seventeen or eighteen years old from Kansas, who went with her some of her friends to get a really cool picture for their for their yearbook with a tiger. 
they all stepped up, had the, had their picture taken, and she, when she stepped up, the tiger moved, stepped on her foot, she screamed, he jumped her and killed her. Wow. Immediately. I remember that, actual that story. That's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I mean, and the little four-and-a-half-year-old boy who had his arm ripped off by his uncle's pet tiger in Texas. Uh, none of these things should happen. Because the animal shouldn't be there in the first That's place. That's right. So, and the only way that can that can be, you know, prevented from having these animals in these homes is to get this bill passed. Yeah, exactly. So exactly, and the bill is ready to go. Oh, I, you know, John. Sometimes I just want to cry. I, 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 you know, you you think you're doing something that's so valuable and so important, and then somebody with a whole lot of money says, "Well, let's. I, I don't want to do that. I and this, I'll give you this if you won't." If if you won't pass that bill again, it's politics. Uh, yeah, and you might I'm say dirty politics to say quite evidently, but it does happen all the time. Not you know, it's who you know, what you have, yeah. and the the right thing just doesn't always seem to get done. And the right thing to be done right now is to pass this bill of yours, so people will stop having exotic animals in their homes. Yes, and this is a, a public safety issue. I mean, it That's was. I mean, what it is. they even showed on the news at this at this place in Ohio with Terry Thompson. The police sheriff even said right there on camera. He says, "Before it got dark, we had no option but to kill these animals before it got dark, and we couldn't track them, and then we would have put human life at risk." Again, it goes back. First of all, chicken or the egg. Um, they shouldn't have had the animals in the first place. That's but right. then also, they should have had some type of tranquilizers. If a, if a person... Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the problem is, is that the tranquilizer takes a, a long time before it really knocks them out. A long time. And that's why um, I'm so proud of California Fish and Game for putting through the rulings that you have to have a weapon and two or three people that know how to operate that weapon. Uh, so that it can can keep the humans safe. Yeah, it's just you know they I know they put out notices for people to keep in their doors and stuff like that. But I had heard that some of the cats in the news too. They said we're chasing this guy's horses and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean they like you said they're always wild. They may look beautiful and they may look like you can pet them, but you can't. Well, isn't it odd that the predator, one of the most dangerous animals in the world, would be so beautiful? Yeah. So engaging. But the amazing part is, as you know, they're they're disappearing. Ah, uh, yes, they are. And um, yeah, but to keep them around for people to be hurt, to keep them as a pet, is not the answer. Well, it, the answer is that we are taking uh, the lands away from these animals. We're tra- taking taking everything away that these animals need to live out in the wild. Do you think anything in, in your in your mind, other than what we just discussed, Tippy, is there anything else that could have been done? I mean, we talked about the bill that that has to be passed, um, hands down, and this is quite evident of what you know what the fate of everything that happened in Ohio. But anything else that you can put in there that people just need to know? Well, I, I think we've discussed that these animals are dangerous. Bottom line, yes. One of four of the most dangerous animals in on our planet, and they are killers. And a lot of animals, a lot of exotic, gorgeous, beautiful animals lost their lives over the week because of man's stupidity. Yes, and that's sad. The, the whole thing is just sad. There is not one one good thing about having a wild animal as a pet. And no matter if it's, and there's not one thing that we can give them they need. 
whether it's a little squirrel in your backyard that you think would be a good pet or a Siberian tiger. There's not one thing you can give them they need. They need freedom. Chippy, um, do you have to run, or can you stay a couple more minutes? A couple more. Okay, we'll keep you just for a couple more minutes out of this break. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Chippy Hedron. 866-606-TALK is the number. If you've got an opinion, feel free to call in. 866-606-8255. Once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. Don't forget, check it out. It's Shambhala.org. And Tippy said she's got some writings on there about the bill. So if you want to read into it or find out more, check out Shambhala.org. S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A.org. And, of course, you can help out Tippy as well because for years, as she said, since the 1970s, she's been taking care of a lot of large cats at her preserve, and she needs your help as well. So a dollar even helps if you can donate that. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. And we put a spell on you, so you better actually check out Tippy's bill. Check it out at Shambhala.org. And don't forget, you can call, contact your... Um, your congressman and your senator is to actually put that bill through. So um, help her out. Please do. And 866-606-TALK is the number, 866-606-8255. 
Chippy, we have Rob in Arizona. I believe he has a question for you, I think, on what we're talking about. Rob, did you have a question for Chippy Hedron? Uh, yeah, a lot of what she had said was really emotionally based about how she was afraid of the animals. And I'm involved in the exotic animal community, not in big mammals. However, I, I really questioned even the constitutionality of such a bill when it's usually left up to states and municipalities to decide whether or not they want to allow that to occur, allow those animals in the state. And I also question um, basically saying that nobody should have them. No private individual should ever be, able to be allowed to profit or own them in any fashion whatsoever, as opposed to something that might say, well, if you're going to own this animal, you can own it in certain areas, like, for example, cows and horses kill people, too, probably more people than wild cats, baboons combined, or primates. Um, yet people are allowed to own them under certain types of conditions. And we already have animal cruelty laws in place in almost every single state in the Union. And the cut and the dry of it is those laws should circumvent these problems or take care of these problems. We don't. The answer isn't more laws. The answer is education, uh, cracking down on unscrupulous people who keep them, um, who keep them in inhumane conditions. But Rob, or don't sell you think, though, don't like you think that. though that they're wild animals? And I mean, I mean, this is this is something like if you're going to have a tiger or a lion in your living room with your child, you would actually well, leave your that, child that, that's alone. That's ignorant. No, that's ignorant. That, but you wouldn't leave a pit bull in the room with your two-year-old alone either, or any large dog, irregardless of how nice it is, simply because it has the capacity. But then again, people leave their children in kitchens, and kitchens have knives, and humans kill more people than any other wild yeah, animal. But I don't know the last time I saw my knife chasing me around my living room. I mean, no, by itself. No, no, but so. however, there have been instances where minors have gotten a hold of a knife and killed their siblings. Well, let's hear, so, let's hear what Tippy has to say. Tippy, well, what's your comments on that? In the first place, there are laws in many states, and there are uh, laws that are not upheld. They are not uh, uh, they are not checked on. Uh, uh, California uh, Fish and Game do check on, on the animals. Uh, um, United States government um, uh, uh, agriculture. USDA Department of Agriculture does not check up on half of the of the animals. There are is, there is no monitoring on many many of these animals. The, uh, the the fact is that they the, this animal should not even be in the United States, and that's that that's the bottom line of it. They're dangerous. If people in Africa think we are crazy in the United States for having these animals as pets, because everybody it's wants something illegal. different than their neighbor. Pardon me. Everyone wants something different than their neighbor. Well, they yes, think an exotic and, that's, and that's one of that's one of the reasons they do it. Uh, we've had people call and say, "Would you take this little lion cub? I, t I I bought it and I've made a terrible mistake. I can't take care of it, and I don't know how to take care of it, and it's getting too big." And um, uh, I mean, I've been doing this for thirty some years, more than that, since 1970. How many years have you been involved with these animals? Uh, I've been keeping exotic reptiles since I was five years old, and I'm 34 now. Oh, that's, that's what type of reptiles yeah. do you have, Rob? Um, one of them, I, I have a very large monitor lizard. I keep smaller reptiles primarily, things like king snakes, small pythons. I, I personally don't keep the giant stuff because I know what's required to keep a lot of it. And keeping the very large things, it, you, it takes a lot of money to have a proper enclosure and a lot of knowledge to do it right. And I see exotic reptiles that are sold to people by unscrupulous dealers who are looking just for the dollar. That is definitely a problem. However, when when we already have a set of laws to regulate something in place in a lot of places, making it, making another law does not... They are not being regulated. You're right. Current laws aren't being enforced. 
that, and that's that's the problem. The problem is that we don't have enough laws. We don't have we don't have the money to to pay the people, and that's exactly what one of the major problems is. The problem is these should animals should not be born in the United States, and I will I will, I will never ever ever say that yes. We should do this. But yet it's okay for you to have a preserve and, and do rescues no, for them. And, and, uh, believe me, when I am, as I said at one point uh, during this interview, we are looking to put ourselves out of business by, not, by, by this bill being passed. <coughs> this problem doesn't even exist anymore. So there, there are people that are law-abiding citizens. To me for a I, I'm sorry. I, I'll have something to say you when you're done, what? though. There, there, there are... Law-abiding people don't do this thing. <coughs> That's one of the issues. But for the, for the animals that are born today, they will have if they have a if they have a good life in as um, uh, in captivity, they will live for twenty years. We only, so we only will have to be here for another 20 years. And that's the thing, Rob, is that, and we only have a minute left, but th that's the thing, is that Tippy didn't go out and acquire these animals because she wanted them. She got, they were left to her because she's got to preserve, because they were from zoos, or, or not zoos, but circuses, or people's oh, living true. rooms. They were left at her front door. I mean, so it's not like she went out and said, I want to have these tigers. She's doing it out of the heart, to, because they have no place else to go, other than be destroyed. Um, however, I, I don't think that arbitrarily banning something, and there are places where it is legal to own these animals, and if they are owned properly, I think private individuals can own them properly. However, when they are already violating certain laws about animal cruelty, um, certain laws about, there's laws about letting your dogs run loose, yet the dogs run loose, you know, people, they get out. Well, nobody and pays attention, and I think bottom line, because I, I do have to say goodbye, but bottom line, because we're at the top of the hour, bottom line is, you know, people need to be educated. They need to know right from wrong. And in my opinion, and I guess also I'm speaking for Tippy and her opinion, it's wrong to have these animals in their living room. Something of this size, 500-pound tiger doesn't belong in your living room or sleeping with you in bed. we got to say goodbye. We're at the top. Tippy, thanks so much, and I love you. Hey, thanks, John. Love you, too. Take care. Once again, you've been listening to Talking Pets. That was Tippy Hedron. Oh, I had an extra 30 seconds, didn't I? Uh, well, you did. Okay. Well, anyway, um, how about Tippy? If you would, that was Rob in Arizona. I mean, there's a vast difference of opinions. Rob has his, and of course, we have ours, and that's what America's all about—a bunch of opinions. But a lot of people say, you know, what those are like. Um, but anyway, in my opinion, how about Tippy Hedron? If you would, you don't need something like of a dangerous animal like this in your home. There's so many dogs and cats that need a home. Go to your local shelter and adopt one of them. I mean, you know, the last time I've seen my cat jump on my jugular was never. <laughs> so um, go to Shambhala.org, S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A, -A -A if you want to learn more. That was Tippy Hedron. I love her to death. She's a good friend, and uh, we wish her the best. And please, pay attention to the news and everything that's going on. Make a difference and help support her a lot. Bye for now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.